Well, this is exciting. Hello. Hello. My name is Adrian. And my name is Rose. And this is our podcast. Yeah. Which is really weird. Hello, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, actually. Uh, good. Currently, we are sitting at our dining room table. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, we're based in London. And it's a Sunday evening. Kids are playing out on the lawn. Mm-hmm. Not our kids. Kids. General from kids. the neighbourhood. Generic kids, no. No ch- no kids are generic. No. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, we've just put in the final touches of our Sunday lovely roast. Mm. That, oh, yeah. Uh, Rose is chief I'm going to put the timer on. Yeah, she's going to put the timer on. This is very, you know, ad hoc. So there we go. Um, so I hope it would be really good that we start the podcast. Basically, we're trying something new. We have two op- two subjects that we have in our mind that we actually don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know Rose's subjects and she doesn't know mine. I don't think I know mine, but anyway. Oh, let's see what happens. <laughs> and we thought it'd be really good to kind of, like, yeah, start instead of, like, talking about it so much. Uh, there isn't any, like, subject that's off the table. That's no. really exciting. Um and you will hear <laughs> all the ins and outs, even the, the bits that we might have to come back back to you and apologise for. Yeah. So we exactly. apologise now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we reserve the right to change our minds. Yes. We, about I anything like that. that we say. I, yes. that. I heard someone say that once and I thought it was really good because actually I might not think these same things in, you know, five years' time. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but these are just our thoughts, aren't they? Yeah. So um, I thought it'd be really good to talk about when do you actually realise you're a grown-up? Uh-oh. <laughs> I feel like it, there, is, there should be a manual. There should be a manual that says to you, these are some milestones that even if you hit some kind of like scale, mm. varying on like one to ten, it, sh- it, it basically says that you're grown-up. Yeah. I actually don't remember when I thought, the first time or oh, I'm a grown up. Yeah. It could have been when I got my first checkbook. But oh, I got my first checkbook when I was sixteen. <laughs> so I don't know if that's that's actually legitimate. Um but I think I was thinking about that. Like when what yeah. kind of not like milestones aren't bad if as long as they're not used to kind of like antagonise people or make people feel bad. Yeah. But milestone scales, I guess, like yeah. you know, a variety of things from one to ten. Yeah. Um even if you hit like zero point one, it's still kind of an indicator of maybe like what it is to be a grown up. But I was thinking about that, like what what are some markers to say actually I'm a grown up? Yeah. Uh, and That's I yeah, I was thinking about that. I think I when I I think I felt more like a grown up when I was younger mm. than I do now. Like I remember being sixteen, and I, that's an interesting age actually. You said sixteen then, and I remember telling my mum I was like, when I'm sixteen, because I my mum is amazing, um, and but wanted to protect me from a lot of the kind of stuff that other kids went through as teenagers, and and that was amazing in lots of ways. And I remember being like saying to my mum, when I'm 16, I'm going to go to parties and you can't do anything about it. And I remember like, because actually in, in the UK, you um, like children, you can leave home at the age of 16 right. and you can get married at the age of yeah. 16. And, but when I think about it, I was so young at 16. Like yeah. I did some stupid, stupid things. Like, <laughs> I did go to those parties and it, you know, I do regret some of that, but that's part of growing up, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, but I just remember feeling like, feeling like seeing it coming up this marker of like, yeah. this is a time that my parents can't tell me what to do anymore. And, um, 
Yeah, so it's which is really interesting, isn't yeah. it? I think it's so funny because I think there's a part of me, in a way, um, just part of my story, which we will definitely get onto mm. at one point. But like, I always thought I was a grown up, even when I was really young. Like, even when I was like seven or eight, and just being like overly responsible. Yeah. And that, you know, in itself is another story. Mm. But I think. I think some of the indicators, and it's so funny how when you talked about like having that discussion with your mum mm-hmm. and saying, uh, when I was 16, you know, there's nothing you could do about it. That conversation <laughs> would not have gone down very well in my house. Yeah. And I know your mum is very blunt and she is very yeah. like direct. <laughs> so I know she definitely had some opinions about what yes. Rose just Rose would have said to her. Yeah. But um, yeah, we did not have that conversation. Um, I was the oldest and uh, had already like taken on quite a lot of responsibility and... Uh, <laughs> was like responsible at the front but actually which is like wild and crazy yeah. when my parents weren't looking um i think if i had that conversation it wouldn't have ended up well <laughs> for me it's funny you had that conversation yeah. i didn't yes. and i did those things yeah. so that's yeah. you know so it's not it's, it's like two it? two sides of a different coin um but yeah i think uh if we're talking about present day like what what shows up for me in my in my in my life as being an adult is being excited about buying a frying pan. I can express <laughs> to you. I can express to you the fact that going into TK Maxx and buying a good, solid, reliable oh. frying pan that is one of the <laughs> markers of, of being a grown up. Also, just finding you know finding the things that you thought were boring when you were younger mm. interesting now yes that's an- another thing yeah. um <laughs> maybe um recognizing uh, things in your own life that are repeating themselves are probably some of the things yeah. that um uh, are signs of being a grown-up i think um but then like culturally i think in the world like people say that you're grown up if you know how to drive yeah but i don't have to drive when i when i was quite older actually so yeah. there's that or what other thing that, things that people say? I guess voting. Yeah, I voting, going definitely. Going to uni, like leaving home. Yeah, leaving home, yeah. That's interesting. Although I think for me that, again, that like revealed to me like actually how I wasn't a grown-up. Because, mm. I, you know, you kind of think it's the marker of being a grown-up and then you leave home and you're suddenly like really vulnerable and you're realising like how much you don't know about yeah. the world. Yeah. And then you're like, oh no, yeah. I'm not a grown-up at all. Yeah, there's quite um, a lot of stuff that you think you know, but then you go up into the real world you're like i don't know what i don't know yeah. like this is yeah wow a big big thing for me now something that made me feel like a grown-up um, was having a uh, special passport case oh yes which my friend got me a couple of years ago <laughs> i was traveling a lot for work and um and it has my um has my initials on it it's monogram um, that makes it. me feel like a grown-up and yes. i like to hold that when i travel and i feel like i'm a proper person i i appreciate <laughs> that i've seen this a passport cool, case it? and it is cool <laughs> and i do appreciate it so much <laughs> to the point that i got i also got a passport case but i haven't mm-hmm. used it yet so i'm pretty excited <laughs> about that um yeah some other markers i think like your first proper job um yes um moving off of campus like like halls and stuff and like mm. moving into like um like a uni house or your first proper like flat or house that yeah. you rent um some other things i guess um doing shopping like out of your own money so it's not your it's yeah. not student loan it's not your your overdraft it's your actual money that you work hard on and realizing food is expensive mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know what other things yeah um i mean it's, it's such a funny one isn't it i guess like for me like i, I got engaged very young 
and then didn't get married but like I think that whole being engaged thing mm. that made me feel like a grown up yeah. you know you're yeah. like I have, I have an engagement ring and, and you're treated I think differently mm. and you're treated like I think that's the thing and obviously now having been single for 10 years I do like I see the difference between mm. how you're treated when you're mm. in a long term relationship Friendship. and how you're treated like as a single person yeah um, and even just the practicalities yeah. like single person supplement like things are more yeah. expensive aren't they when yeah. you're single but I, yeah I definitely remember feeling like grown up you know I was like oh yes I'm so mature <laughs> I'm going to live with this person forever luckily <laughs> luckily that I grew up before that happened great <laughs> i think i think that question like when what are proper markers of being a grown-up yeah. is one that um is is very very relevant a, a kid just did a party popper outside i believe um although like you know what are the proper markers of being a grown-up i think to be honest now that i am the age that i am right now like i realized that you never quite fully feel like you're a grown-up yes. and i'm totally fine with that I think it's actually quite freeing and um, uh, just revolutioned my life. Revolutionized my life because mm. I think instead of worrying about particular markers, I think I have to 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 aim for or or complete in order to be valid as a human being yeah. is actually really silly. And I think like everybody is on this like big journey, and some people get there sooner than others and some people get there far you know slower than others and actually both of those things aren't bad i guess especially if you're not like causing harm to yourself i think yeah. we're always gonna learn we're always gonna kind of be in some form of like student setting right like yeah. learning from the school of life mm-hmm. um but i think it's all about kind of like wanting to mature doesn't mean that it it's related to your age mm. maturity i think is exposing yourself to experiences and skills and moments that will just help you to become stronger and resilient and i think that's really cool mm. um and yeah i think that that question when when are you a grown-up i think you'll be you know you could be a grown-up when you're 16 mm. but you could also feel like a grown-up when you're 96 yeah um and yeah. all the in-betweens of that. Yeah. So. And, like, we see it, don't we, in the Bible, where the Bible says, like, yeah. be childlike. Yeah. And celebrates childlikeness. It yeah. The Bible never says... I mean, it talks about maturity, doesn't it? But it never says you need to grow up. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really interesting. It says yeah. you need to approach the kingdom like a child. And yeah. And, like, and it gives such honour to child... You know, to that kind of childlikeness. Mm. But it's such a funny demarcation yeah but, i mean do you know that in the victorian times and so childhood is actually quite a recent construct mm, i did so, not know that yeah, guys in, maybe in the victorian times i can't remember. i'm trying to like dredge out my kind of degree in sociology here but um <laughs> they children were just seen as small peak small humans ah. small small adults so they were treated the same they dressed like the same as adults mm. and um, I have to look at this in more detail, but um, that's good. But it was it was interesting. Maybe not. In, I mean, and obviously then like child labour and stuff right. like that. So it kind of was was um, a way of justifying yeah, some stuff that pre wasn't. It? But was like it? childhood as a concept was, mm. it was, diff- was it was just different, I guess. Yeah, and it wasn't like we have like childhood and adulthood mm. now. Like we have this clear two th- yeah things, don't we? Yeah, um, I think interesting. Yeah, and uh, just to maybe that's it. We could talk about it another time as well. It's just yeah. like how do you hold those two th- those two truths um, in one, which mm. is like you are an adult, but you also want to continue to expose yourself to being childlike, because I think that's really important and powerful. Can we pause? Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Okay. So, um, we were thinking about our name. I don't know, like, names for podcasts. What do you think? This, it has to be catchy. And or, not inappropriate. That's not, not too inappropriate. Not too inappropriate. <laughs> Although, if it is, it is. <laughs> um... I'm thinking of ones that I really like because they do what they say they are. So, like, mm. I think there's one called, like, Two Girls and a Mic. That's good yes. because it literally is two girls and a mic and they just talk. That's true. Um, other ones that... Have you, what was the one that you listened to? It's like... Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, so I listened to a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, which is amazing. It's yeah. called Dragon Friends. <laughs> Uh, it is literally brilliant. Sometimes girls come in and I'm just laughing out loud. Oh, there you, go. <laughs> that, you know, but there you go. You have it right there in the title. True. So I'm thinking it should be something kind of like it doesn't have to be catchy, but pro- probably what's in the title will help people know what, what we're that doing. That's true. But what um, are we doing? Well, I was thinking about that. Like, what? Okay, so if what should we be called? I was thinking what why are we starting this podcast yeah. and i was thinking about the fact that i love stories i was thinking about stories too. i love stories i love hearing them yeah i love capturing them and i love retelling them yeah and i love um just experiencing somebody else's like moment or situation yes. yeah um and i was thinking that yeah so uh I was like, how do I collect stories? And I've been thinking mm. about how I collect stories and usually I just jot them down in my <clears> journal. <throat> stories I hear from people, testimonies that I hear or like, you know, victory things that have happened or successes mm. or even failures. Mm-hmm. Actually, to be honest, any story, even failure ones, like yeah. I'm interested in them. Yeah. I am totally in awe of people and how they approach things and how they overcome them mm. or, or, f- or figuring it out during that time. And I think... Um, yeah, mm. I love stories. I, there's like a whole thing about stories in my life and mm. over my life that I think are really important. So yeah, yeah I think it, it's bring like hearing people's stories and bringing stories yeah. to the forefront. And I think yeah, I agree. I think I was really thinking about like the power of stories and how like um and and kind of telling stories and writing stories and stories as a kind of a means for communicating and for and for cultural transformation. Mm. Stories are really powerful, aren't they? Yeah. And I um I was gonna say I yeah, I um yeah, I think there's something about like honest conversations as well. Yeah. Actually just you and me. Like we do, don't we? Yeah. We, we talk about everything guys. And everything. And there's just really such power. We don't talk about. I know. I and I think we both like we want we want to bring things into the light, don't yeah. we? We want things to be transparent and yeah. And I think that that's on both, like, our hearts. It's yeah. kind of, like, just to talk about the things that don't get talked about. Yeah. Because, and, and when things don't get talked about, like, you end up thinking you're the there's, only one that's Or there's something wrong. Or, yeah, or exactly. you're wrong. Or it is wrong. Yeah. Or, you know. Um, and, yeah, I just think there's something so powerful, like, about sharing. And, yeah. like, it's that story, like, telling stories, telling our stories, other yeah. people's stories. And yeah. just, um yeah being like sharing things and bringing things into the light and like yeah. it's like nothing being taboo yeah like i think we know that there's so much stigma around so many different things, things and i just can't be bothered with it and you know what as well i think not only is there a lot of stigma about a lot of things especially mm. as being believers yeah um, a lot of stigma about that i feel like uh, we're in an age where people are like actually you need to be an export expert before you actually express yes. that. I'm kind yeah. of like actually that that's another way of silencing mm. people. I'm ignorant. I 
it would be it would be really silly of me to say that I'm not I'm ignorant about a lot of subjects and topics and um you, you know and uh, I think it's really important to really understand that that's okay mm. um and actually uh, that there is safe space to talk about these things to figure them out um, I'm not afraid of making mistakes if anything I, I love them mistakes mm-hmm. tell me that I'm human and also um remind me that um I'm not in charge and um yeah. it helps me to pull on those that are stronger than me and experienced more than me and um, who are amazing who can kind of bring insight or or like help or wisdom into things Mm -hmm. and I want to learn I always want to be a learner so I think there's something about this day and age that we're in where actually don't talk about stuff um because it just you sound ignorant and there's no point of you talking Mm -hmm. I think actually talking helps you realize that you're ignorant Mm -hmm. and then helps you then on top of that discover yeah more about that particular subject topic person situation um and in doing that that it just cultivates being humble um i think we're just so arrogant and you know like i'm arrogant you know i thought i knew all when i was 16 so that tells you right there like you know we do have google so we can always like and we probably mm-hmm. will on this podcast. <laughs> I yeah, will probably not be able to pronounce the word, <clears throat> and I will Google it. And, <laughs> and my thoughts of what it was at the beginning to yeah. what it is at the end of the podcast might change. Yeah. And like you said, yeah. we 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 give ourselves permission to make mistakes, and we give yeah. ourselves permission to to change our minds yeah. or, or or for us to to evolve. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I think, uh, and story does that. Yeah, story helps a person evolve. Yeah. Um, because we are only going to live one lifetime, but we have all these other people who have lived, yeah. who are living their own lives, and they have amazing things mm-hmm. to bring and offer. So I think story yeah. is really powerful, and I think it's important. Yeah. I love story. Exciting. It's amazing. I love story. Yeah. I so just, I think yeah. maybe we've discovered what we, what we, yeah. we, we want to be capturing people's stories yeah. and bringing people's stories into light. Um yeah, I think that's the thing. As you, as you pro, I know we're both external processors, yeah. aren't we? So as we discuss and as we talk about things and test things and be like, do I think this? Do I not think that? I don't yeah. know. Like it brings stuff into the light, and yeah. it, 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 it. I think that's just really something really exciting. Mm. Um, that is good. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, we'll 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 think about uh, what our title will be for our podcast, but we might have just stumbled on it already. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, okay. Um, I was thinking about I, I was thinking about um, another thing, which is how do you process? I think you just hit on it. Oh, no. so, funny. <laughs> uh, so I guess there's like there are people who are external processors and internal processors. Mm. I guess I don't really. I there are certain things that I definitely internalize. I think mm. I, I, to say I don't know. I'm probably a, such a straddler on things like. There are certain things that I just internally dialogue all the time. Yeah. Everyone does it. Yeah. But I think I most benefit from being a verbal processor. Yeah. So I wonder what what would you do? What are the distinctions between mm. an internal processor and a yeah. external processor? And I'm sure there's other things. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's interesting because I think what you're saying about like sometimes it's this and sometimes it's this is yeah. important because it yeah. can be so easy. We can be so quick to be like I'm a this or I'm a that. Yeah. And actually, we are far. I think we're far more complex. Yeah. Than being able to label ourselves. Yeah. I don't know if like with the, I'm I'm straying slightly away, but we can come. We'll come back to it in a sec. But in terms of like the introvert extrovert thing. Yeah. Like for years. I thought I was an extra I was like I'm an extrovert because yeah. I 
I'm quite loud and mm. I'm quite like bubbly and I love being around people. Mm. But actually, I'm most of the way that I recover is is through introverted mechanisms. Yeah. So actually, I and I and then so that was really weird because like if I tell people I'm an introvert, then yeah. they're like, no, you're not. Like, yeah. You're ridiculous. Yeah. I'm an eccentric introvert. Mm. But um, but yeah. So it's like those. But actually, I'm probably both. Yeah. Actually, we probably do both. Like, yeah. And so the internal external yeah. processing, like you say, some things. Yeah internal and then some things like you speak need to speak out yeah um yeah i i think so i'm dyspraxic and one of the things around dyspraxia that i'm only really learning about recently Mm. it's so funny i'm 34 years old and i was diagnosed as a child and actually only recently i'm learning Mm. some of the complexities around what that means and how i am some of the ways that i am wow um which is amazing and it's actually quite liberating i yeah um but one of those is like the like disordered thoughts a little Ah, bit and like feeling a little bit disjumbled so actually i think for me when i get something outside of my head then it puts it in an order. Yeah. So like if I talk to you and be like, I think I'm thinking I'm thinking this or um, something else or write it down, mm-hmm. like that helps get it out of my brain and then I can see it and it's yeah. like, I can deal with it now. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know about you, like, but when I am, have sometimes externally processed in the past, I, I've realised that people don't realise that that's what I'm doing. Right. And they think that I'm saying something. This is what I think... Oh, this is fact and yeah. it's not it's i'm actually just sort of processing yeah. and thinking what is do i think this i don't know yeah um and then they're like and then the next time i'll say something different and they'll be like but you said this the other day yeah yeah I'm like well i was just kind of processing and yeah. testing it and, yeah um holding it yeah holding it and be like is this is this what i think and then yeah. i go back I'm like no it's not yeah yeah <laughs> that yeah. makes sense i don't know about yeah. you yeah i think um i think that's the thing isn't it like verbal processing again like i'm dyslexic and so yeah, things in my brain do get jumbled and sometimes, um, I don't know what you call it, but, like, sometimes it's a disso- dissociated. So, yeah. like, I... Uh, is In the moment, my feelings are usually quite, like, nothing. And then afterwards, the feelings come. And I think that's part of maybe the way that my brain is wired and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And so, actually, verbal processing um, or writing things down helps me to name a thing that I'm feeling or thinking and um, basically give me a clearer understanding of what what was going on inside of me and maybe what was going on in that mm. moment. So I think, um, I yeah, verbal processing. I, again, uh, what I've noticed is um, there are certain things that I internalise more um, uh, and and the common denominator will be if I'm if I feel safe or I don't feel safe. If mm. I feel safe, then I will be a verbal processor and I will just talk it out. Yeah. If I don't feel safe, I will be an internal processor and it might kind of feel aloof. But that is just, I guess, one of like my protective mechanisms. And it's wisdom, and, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah, there there is there's, there's wisdom definitely in that. You're not um, just you know it's it's not it's not wise to just expose your heart to just anybody especially yeah. like people that maybe aren't aren't safe people yeah. or or even people that you don't know very well oh. and it's and I think I learned that because I used to be like just just be open like think the authenticity yeah meant I had to just tell yeah. everybody everything yeah um and actually that's not healthy and it's not yeah. fair on those people sometimes yeah. that you're like I yeah. don't know you actually why do I tell you yeah you know about this trauma that you know yeah. I experienced yeah. or something yeah. um so I think there's wisdom in, in actually just being cautious around yeah. where we do mm-hmm. process and where yeah. we do share yeah um 
Yeah. Yeah. So I That's think really yeah, good. like you're saying. I think as well, like um, I think about in, in, internal processes, um, people who kind of like they they're thinking through and they're mulling over the mm. the the situations or the the things that they're involved in. I, I there's such great value to that because I I, I know quite a few um, internal processes and there's such measurement in that. Mm. There is um, they've thought it through. They're able to articulate it. Mm-hmm. Um. They're also able to, in essence, in some regard, come to some kind of resolution before sharing it with with other people. Yeah. And I'm not saying that uh, verbal processes don't do that, mm. but I think that's really um, amazing. And I love the f- I love humans. I love the fact that there is. If we were all verbal processes, then who would listen? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, I I love that. Um, I think being a verbal processor even to the point where i'm just like saying it out loud by myself really helps i, I i've i've journaled um since i was like seven mm-hmm. i like i've journaled most of my life um and that is that really really has helped me a lot and i think um figure out what what kind of processor you are because i think that will help yes. you then yeah kind of get over some some footholds and then find your people who you're you're able to do that with um because i think internal processes are really good at probably asking themselves questions Mm. so actually they're probably actually quite good for verbal processes Mm -hmm. and verbal processes are quite good at drawing out internal processes so that they're not walking around thinking well that doesn't make any sense like you should read my mind mm. you know like i think we need each other i think that they're really important but figuring out what how you process things whether that is the good stuff the trauma whatever is a really great step of becoming emotionally healthy um, yeah. and internally healthy um yeah but everybody has it different i think there's different seasons yeah. like there's sometimes where i just don't want to talk because yeah. it, there's just so much that's going okay. on and and that's yeah. okay and then there's seasons where actually it's really good for me to talk it out mm. because i don't even realize some of the stuff that's going on and it kind of yeah. the penny drops and it kind of um clicks in place oh wow so um this is like our what our first podcast yeah. together um that we're actually gonna upload we're actually we don't really upload. get what you know what yeah we're just gonna do it but um we hope that you are listening because we uh, think you're great yeah join us again yeah. while we figure stuff out thank you for yeah. listening bye bye yay